Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. And by Alta Fiber, official partner of the Dayton Flyers and proud supporter of the Dayton community. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody, for the first time in this much Ballyhoo 2022-2023 Dayton Flyers basketball season, welcome into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. Dayton winner tonight, 80-42 to over to the Capitol Comets. It hurts us to do that to former Flyer Damon Goodwin, but you all saw it. We had to do it. Nothing personal, Damon. It's John Bedell. It's former Flyer Rex Gardecki and you here for Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub, and we thank the fine folks at Flannies for hosting us for another season of Dayton Round Ball and Rex. Here we are on the doorstep, nine days away now from my 13th season on the Dayton Beat here at HIO Radio. And good to have you along for another season, along for the ride, Rex. Yeah, it just seems like it just flies by, doesn't it, John? Yeah. seems like we were just at practice at the arena when the season was ending last year. So uh, I think a lot of positive things tonight that I saw. I know they've really been working on their defensive effort in the last 10 days. I think Anthony wants to play more of that aggressive double in the ball if he can, so they've been doing a lot of that in practice. They've got things to work on on it. A couple times they got through the, the pressure tonight and got some easy layups out of it. But I think with the depth that we got on the team, once we get players, you know, knock on wood, that they get back here in the next couple weeks here and everything before the really the heart of the schedule starts. So, uh, And then with Mike coming in starting tonight, you know, his dad was at practice the other day. And yep. My gosh, what a wonderful wonderful man he is and everything we talked and he's just so proud of his son and you know it's just it's it's just great to be back it is it's it's a season with you know the most expectation rex that we've had probably since archie miller's last ride uh, ahead of that 2016 2017 season and before that my senior year uh 9 10 at dayton which was a team that we all saw fall flat on their faces uh with that kind of expectations they had on their shoulders uh, but this is point is it's it's a much anticipated season they're ranked number 24 in the top 25 a- ap preseason poll they're 25 in the coaches poll so they're ranked in both polls they're a top 25 preseason ken palm team you've got everybody back from the team that was literally the first team out looking in at the ncaa tournament back in march yeah it's just you know it's so hard to believe you know i thought they were out for sure after that loss of LaSalle, and you watch Selection Sunday, and it's just my heart dropped. I thought, golly. And I still believe if Malachi would not have got hurt yep. in that Richmond game, we would have we would have won. But, you know, that's past history, and we just got to get over it. Yep. So, you know, it's the guys are getting more healthy. I know Kobe Bray is sort of moving around more, doing some things. Malachi seems to have a little bit more movement in his leg. So, uh, you know, knock on wood, hopefully they'll be back in a couple weeks. That's that's the big, um, I guess not elephant in the room, Rex, but it's the big issue they're going to have to deal with to start the year. You mentioned Malachi Smith. He's hurt again. 
other side of his uh, body as last year. Last year we saw him with the walking boot on his left foot. Tonight we watched him walk into the arena with the most talked about and the most speculated on, some of it recklessly so, walking boot in the Miami Valley, now on his right foot as he's got that injury that uh, the team is, is keeping vague. A lower body injury, Rex, which is becoming a bit yeah. uh, with the Dayton Flyers coaching staff. Anthony um, is like an NHL coach talking about upper and lower body injuries here. Yeah, it's, I don't want to talk, talk about it. It's, you know, it's, it's between the coaches and Malachi, but uh, – you know, I feel feel very confident just watching him tonight walk on it. It's not as if he had a limp on it or anything. And, um, you know, it's been almost two and a half weeks, three weeks now. So we've got a good training staff, and uh, I think they're doing everything they can to get him back. And Kobe Brea is just – I think he's real close to coming back. I mean, yeah. he's not scrimmaging or doing anything like that, but he's running up the floor doing things. So, uh, you know, we'll be all right. We're going to be fine. I think – I mean, clearly, it's never a good thing when Anthony and his media availability last week is when he's talking about the injury to Malachi and he's saying a couple of times and when he's pressed on it too, look, I honestly, there's no timetable for his return. I don't have one. That's never good to hear, Rex, but I think if there's any silver lining, it's not like, you know, knock on wood, it's not like he's got a blown knee and we're talking right. about, boy, he blew his ACL right. and he's done for the year. You know, could it be a four- to six-week deal? Who knows? But yeah. it's, it's not like it's something season-ending yeah, and you hope that Malachi can get back maybe get a game under his belt before they head to the Bahamas because, mm-hmm. Rex, it's, it's no shot at, at their schedule before they get to the Bahamas because it's better than in years past. They'll get SMU before SMU. then. But that's when they're really going to start to need him because th- that, that's but, that tournament when you're really going to start to be able to hopefully put some hay in the barn for yeah. that resume in March. Yeah, you, you've got to have depth by the time you get to the Bahamas because you're playing like three or three games in a matter of four and a half days. So just for your rotation, it, it gives – Kobe gave us a chance to get off the ball. Gets Mike a chance to get off the ball. And Malachi is such a leader. I mean, he is yeah. fearless in the way he practices and guards people. So, yeah, I'm confident that we're going to get him back. I don't know when. But uh, we'll see. But, you know, we got another week here before practice against Division One school. So there's things that they can learn tonight. I didn't think we did a real good job defensive rebounding. I mean, they were shooting some wild shots in there in that second half. But, you know, we had to do a better job boxing out. But you can just see, like, Tumani is so much bigger. I mean, he's a man. Yeah. He is a man. Yes. And uh, I think a couple weeks ago I mentioned he was a young – looked like a young kid to me. And I looked at him I thought he was a high school coach. And he says, well, I'm an advanced scout for the Dallas Mavericks. And I said, how old are you? <laughs> he said, I'm 31. He says, I'm not married. I have a chance to do this. So, yeah. uh, But he was – Really looking at Tumani and really looking at Duran. So, you know, those two guys are on the radar. You know, you look at power forwards. Tumani's one of them. And with Duran being, you know, as much more strong that he was last year, he's, he's going to be – they're both going to be a handful in there. Yeah, Duran is uh, – fits the bill of what today's NBA is moving toward. You know, you got guys like Evan Mobley with Mike Cleveland Cavaliers, Giannis. You know, it's all about size and skill these days on top of, you know, wings yeah. are – Golden, and that's what Duran would be in the NBA. Would be a wing. Is you know, he's got a guy that's you know got some potential NBA stock, Rex, and we we should enjoy him while he's here. I that's think. right. Much like not to put anything on the kid, but you know, much like Obi Toppin, you should enjoy Duran Holmes while he's here because uh, I don't think if he continues on his trajectory, he won't be making it to senior night of his fourth year here at, in a Dayton uniform. But certainly, he's going to be here this year, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, as far as a running mate for young Mr. Holmes. Uh, Rex, is the point guard situation. While Malachi is out, 
the point guard duties are going to fall to, and we got into this a little bit in the Bud Light postgame show, but want to pick your brain here too. Mike Sharv jumps and Kobe Elvis. Okay, until and unless, un, un, until I should say Malachi comes back, the point guard duties fall squarely on them, running this offense. What have you seen behind the scenes in practice, Rex, and also today publicly in this game that how are they going to be able to handle those duties? Well, I think, you know, with Kobe Elvis, one, he was a, you know, he started as a freshman at DePaul as a point guard. He came here and he was more of an off guard, but then he's had so much time and, you know, the kid's confident. I mean, he, he understands the game. You know, he sits there and explains things to Mike and making sure everybody's in the right position. So he's got the experience, you know, being a third-year kid. Um, you know, the chance of getting in foul trouble or getting tired, you know, I think other teams might look at us and say, you know, let's pressure them because they don't have enough depth right now. Right. But, you know, he's he's been there, and Mike's played really good high-level competition around around the country and around the world. So – I feel confident with there. I don't. I don't really see a drop off that much. I mean, you know, yeah, Malachi is probably a little bit better defensive player, right. but you know, this time, I just I look at it as a silver lining. Yeah, now we get Mike's got 40 minutes underneath him. He's going to have 80 minutes, 120. Kobe's going to have that more that much more time. So, you know, there's guys that can come off the bench and help along those lines. I think once Kobe Brea starts getting feeling a little better, you know. He is, he is really bulked up. I don't know if you've seen him in, yeah. a, in the year. He's just, he, he, you know, last year he was probably 185 pounds soaking wet. Now he's like 215. So, and he's such a shooter. And, and I think they get him back, uh, you know, this team's going to be fine. And Malachi, get him back 100%. We'll, uh, I think we'll be fine. We'll be fine heading into the Bahamas. And as you mentioned, Rex, might that experience help him going forward to get some depth behind Malachi? Right. Because, man, when he went down with that ankle back in the spring, we saw that drop off. Yep. And it was noticeable. And maybe that helps them going forward with a little bit of depth. Obviously, you'd like, you prefer to have Malachi having the keys to the car, so to speak. And we've seen the chemistry that he's got with Duran, smacking a little bit of peanut butter and jelly with Crutcher and Toppin a few years ago. Um, but who knows? Maybe this, you know, yeah, and it's, nothing you to know, do about it now, but get that experience and help going forward. And people ask me, they said, you know, why didn't they recruit another point guard in the transfer portal? And kids are smart today, John. You know, they look at, they look at Malachi's minutes. And they're saying, how many minutes am I going to get? And the kids don't want that. They don't want to. They don't want to sit anymore. And I understand that as a player, too, as a coach. But you know, it's it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I know they tried, but you know, you can't worry about it now. And it doesn't seem to bother Anthony when, you know, when Malachi went down. We talked a little about, it and he said, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. So, you know, I'm confident. They'll have to weather it. But again, not season-ending, which is you know yeah. great news. Yeah. They'll uh, they'll have to weather it for a few weeks here at least. You know, but. We'll see how they do it, and, and hopefully, like you said, Rex, he can be back before the Bahamas and as that season, and that's when it really starts to pick up. you got Wisconsin to start, got a chance of getting uh, Kansas rematch. You know, Dayton and Kansas, really, America's college basketball rivalry. Is yeah, what we own them now, yeah. into these days. <laughs> um, this is a team, Rex, that is as cohesive as in talking to Larry in the newsroom, because I spend a lot of time with Larry these days. Um, you catch us on the Orange Zone, by the way, at 11.30 on Sundays right here on WHIO Radio and Channel 7. Thank you very much. Um, you know, talking about how this is a team that is as cohesive as he's seen, not to compare the two, but since that 2019-20 season of Dreams team. And this is a team, too, that I've heard you and Larry and others who are at practice talk about. This is a team that is peeved and playing, playing as such because they realize, Rex, looking yep. back at last year, that they have no one to blame but themselves 
for their situation. Because what did you and I say on this show and everybody that I was co-hosting with as they lost the first and especially the second and the third bye game they, in November last year, they have killed their room for error. And unfortunately enough, unfortunately enough, we're there doing champion's pose on Selection Sunday because the committee does you a favor, pulls back the curtain afterwards and says, hey, when we woke up this morning, you guys were in the bracket, but we didn't feel your resume was strong enough to survive Richmond's auto bid steal, so you guys are going to be watching at home this year. Rex? Well, believe me, that is talked about a lot among players. I mean, the times that I'm with them or talking to them, the first thing is brought up, boy, we can't have – we can't have one of those bad egg games, you know. And I don't, like you and I talked to Larry last Friday, I don't see this team getting in a losing streak of two or three or four games. I think we've got too much depth. And, you know, last year there was a lot of teaching going on with Anthony and the coaches right. with newer guys. Now they're into the flow of it when they, when they run drills or they run into their offensive sets. You know, a couple times maybe Mike might get a little bad, but, but Kobe Elvis is right there saying, okay, Mike, you know, make sure we make this move. Or Tamani's saying that. And Duran's saying more. He's very – I think he's just a – you know, he's a, now he's a big part of this. Where last year I think he sat back a little bit being a freshman. But now he's, you know, he's an experienced guy. So I feel very confident this group. I don't see him laying a bad egg someplace. I, you know. You get you one know, of those. Yes. This team's learned you don't get four, right? You can have one. And then, you know, when they get to late February and lose to LaSalle, well, again, killing your room for error. And then, and two, Rex, I think for this team, last year is a master class for this group because everybody's back, except mm-hmm. for a couple transfers, but everybody's back. All five-year starters are, certainly. It's a master class in take care of your own business. And do not, as trite as it sounds, do not leave your NCAA tournament fate in the hands of somebody else, i.e., the committee. That's a great point, right? John. Because if yes. they take care of those bye games, then you got you can you can sustain a, a stinker at LaSalle in late February because that's it. Or third time around, just beat Richmond yep. and take it out of their hands and leave no doubt and just get in. But yeah. I think this is a team that understands, look, we just have to control what we can control and we'll be just fine come selection. So. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about it. So, uh, you know, we're going to learn about this team in the next month. I mean – I feel very confident in what they're doing. I feel very confident in Coach Grant and his coaching staff, adding John Brandon to the staff. That I think he's a very analytical type of guy that him and him and Anthony see a lot of things together. So, you know, I think we've got a great coaching staff, great training staff and everything. And, you know, like tonight somebody said, well, you know, what do we have, like four or 5,000 people at the arena? Yeah. We probably had 8,000 or 9,000. Yeah. And I know what it's going to be rocking a week from, you know, week from the next couple of days. And I think something, too, Rex, this team pulls away from last year as a, as a, and as another, as a positive in a different sort of way is really beyond that November, Rex, they did everything they were supposed to have. Got stacked away all kinds of resume wins. And except for that awful November and that LaSalle game, outside that, Rex, they didn't have a single bad loss. No. Ran rough shot over the A-10 for the most part. Yeah. Um, on the whole, I mean, there's a lot of positive they did last year that says, all right, look, if we can repeat what we did in – uh, you know, Orlando last year in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. grab a, two, three resume wins. SMU, you got Wyoming on the schedule. You got, right. I mean, they got a re- that's a decent non-conference schedule they've yeah. built. It's, um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of things they can look at back last year and say, if we are able to repeat the kind of success we had throughout the year at various different points, that'll serve them well too. Yeah, and I think they're I think they're better defensively this year just because they're so much bigger and, and stronger. 
And in today's game, boy, you, you, you've, got, you've got to have horses when you have your threes and fours and fives. So uh, with Tamani, I still – Tamani can guard. I mean, there's times tonight they're making switches. He's guarding the one. Now, I know the capital is not – you know, they're not St. Louis and they're not Richmond, but – Right. You know, he's so he was he's so much more confident. He understands his role and Mike's starting to learn his role. So um, you know, we just gotta keep getting guys off the bench doing their, their right part. You know, Brady Ewell got a few minutes tonight. Yeah. Tyrone got a few minutes tonight, you know, and uh he's a kid that's, you know, still learning learning the game. So uh so I feel very, very confident. And, you know, they they're working hard in practice, believe me, they go hard and we saw we saw Brady Yule a lot tonight. I would just I would just preemptively caution Dayton fans: maybe don't read a whole lot into Brady Yule getting minutes in an exhibition game against a non D one opponent. As Keith said, nice to know that he is a break glass in case of emergency option in point guard. But don't look at this and think, oh boy, he's going to be starting, you know, at point guard. So, uh, but uh, a guy that that could be in the mix certainly. Uh, again, if there is a dire situation. Hey, it's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton winner, 80-42 to in their only public exhibition tune-up before the season opener nine days from now. We'll be back with more Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Sister station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. I'm Random Allen with a WHIO radio news update. Our top story, a car crashes through the entrance of a UDF in Butler Township. Crews are called to respond to reports of a van crashing into a building on the 8,000th block of North Dixie Drive at around 1.30 p.m. on Saturday. While there was no injuries reported, the front of the building was significantly damaged, and a video from the scene shows the van go through the front doors of the UDF. It is not known at this time what led up to this crash, but News Center 7 is working to learn more information. An Indiana woman is dead, her five-year-old son injured after a single-car crash near Cambridge City Thursday night. 29-year-old Ashley Barnett was identified by the Wayne County Sheriff as the victim of the crash in the 2200 block of Boyd Road. The investigation indicated the car the two were in went off the road at a high rate of speed, swerved back onto the road, overcorrected, and went off the road again, beginning to roll before striking a tree. That was WHIO's Jason Michaels with team coverage. The five-year-old is expected to survive. The high school football playoffs began Friday evening around the Miami Valley. Centerville gets the win over Northmont 34-21. The Fairmont Firebirds get the win over Wayne 24-20. Bellbrook gets the win over the Salina Bulldogs 42-21. The Milton Union Bulldogs are winners in a shutout over Green in 45-0. And the Xenia Buccaneers fall to Little Miami in double overtime 27-24. That was WHIO's Parker Testa reporting. For news on the hour, the half, and immediately when it breaks, I'm Random Allen on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Depend on it. 
Miami Valley weekend weather increasing clouds Sunday ahead of rain showers that will continue through Monday evening. So rain could dampen some of that trick-or-treat fun. Temperatures will be mild though with highs in the mid-60s. We're going to dry out for your Tuesday with continued pleasant temperatures. Highs will be in the mid to upper 60s and it's a mix of sun and clouds for Wednesday with a high of 67. I'm weather specialist Tracy Hale for Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Remember, today you listen to news and talk on WHIO. For 50 years, McGowan Braybender has been a proud part of the Dayton community and an excited sponsor of the UD basketball team. This season promises to be one of the best yet, and as a member of the Flyer faithful, we need you to show up as the sixth man to every single game. When it comes to basketball, the UD Flyers are second to none, and in McGowan Braybender, we're no different. If you need help with your employee benefits, we'll be here for you both now and after every victory. So buckle up, Flyer Nation. We're flying first class this season. Go McGowan Braybender and go Flyers! Come on alone, head for the mountains of bush beer. Head for the mountains, it's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. Come on, head for the mountains of bush beer. Head for the mountains of bush, head for the mountains of bush. Light beer. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2022. Anna Bush, Bush and Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's a new connection with speeds, opportunities, and experiences all elevated by superior fiber technology, connecting people, places, and things like never before with a heightened purpose for good that's committed to community and dedicated to a better connection between everyone for everyone. This is Alta Fiber, elevating connection. Proud partner to the Dayton community. Learn more at our new store or visit altafiber.com slash Dayton. I'm Larry Hanskin. I'm the voice of the Flyers calling basketball games since 1982. I had had back issues in the past. I would be okay during the course of the broadcast, and then I'd have to get up out of that chair. And oh boy, was that tough. I've seen what Premier has done for Dayton athletes through the years, so when I needed help, that was the first place I turned. What a change. To find an orthopedic specialist and make an appointment, visit premierhealth.com slash ortho. You should not have to live with pain. And paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention. If you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. In fact, the IRS is hiring 87,000 enforcement agents over the next 10 years. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get help. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you. Call 800-220-2152 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-220-2152. That's 800-220-2152. Again, 800-220-2152. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. 
Hey everybody, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for the first time this season. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback, and we appreciate you tuning in here. We also appreciate the hospitality of our friends from Flanagan's Pub hosting us for not yet another year of Flyer Feedback live here at Flanny's after every UD home game throughout the season. Dayton a winner in a runaway, 80-42 to in their only public exhibition tune-up, a 38-point winner over former Flyer Damon Goodwin and his Capital Comets over UD Arena. We now have nine days, Rex Kardecki, until the home opener here at UD Arena against Lindenwood as we start off this much-anticipated season. The top 25 Dayton Flyers in the preseason poll, a winner tonight over Capital. So we've talked about, Rex, already how the point guard situation with this team, they're going to be without Malachi Smith for at least a few weeks. Officially, Anthony Grant is saying no timetable for his return on the lower body injury that we can see now he's wearing a walking boot for. Uh, so you do the math. Um, also, there without, at the, for the time being, uh, Rex, Caleb Washington. He was noticeably absent tonight from the arena, wasn't on the floor for warm-ups, wasn't on the bench. Proper credit here goes to our friend and colleague David Jablonski from the Dayton Daily News. He tweets 18 minutes ago that, Anthony Grant confirms Caleb Washington has been suspended. He was not with the team tonight and is not practicing. No timetable for his return, but Grant said, quote, he understands what he needs to do, Rex. Yeah, that's always a tough situation, John. You know, it's as a coach, you're, you're a coach, you're a father figure. As I always said when I was coaching, I probably spent more time with those kids than their parents did. Yeah. And that's how it is today, and especially with – uh, kids that we have, so many foreign kids. So it's, you know, it's a tough situation, and, uh, but it's, it's, it's going to work itself out. Here's some applause, not because we came back just now, but because former Flyer Damon Goodwin in the house, the head coach of your Capital Crusaders, former Flyer. Damon Goodwin joining us for Flyer Feedback. We'll see if we can get him on the uh, hotline up here. Your good friend, Damon Rex. Good to, see, uh, good to see Damon back in the arena for a lot of folks. Yeah, he's got a lot, a lot of friends back in here. So it's, yep. he's, a, he's a great person and a great coach. Running a good program up there, just about an hour away from Dayton over here in Columbus yep. at uh, the Capitol Comets there. So we certainly wish uh, Damon, now that that's over tonight, we wish him well, you know, the rest of the way out in his season uh, there over at Capitol, uh, just over I-70 in Columbus. So, Rex, too, we talked about the point guard situation. No Malachi Smith for the time being. I was impressed tonight by Mike Sharpjump's passing abilities because, who boy, Rex, there was a couple that I was scribbling in my notes. First of all, he had a couple of nice no-look passes, the one that made it, 23-10. He had a real nice no-look pass into the lane to Mustafa Amzil. Amzil's under the bucket. He kicks it out in the left wing to Elvis. Splash. There's the three. He had another one that was no-look to straight down the lane uh, to uh, Tumani Kamara mm -hmm. for a nice bucket. And then I thought he had a nice touch to Tumani on a lob, Rex, that made yeah. it 56-19. What do you make of his passing ability so far? That might be, I think, his strongest forte, John. I mean, you know, he's a scorer. I mean, he I watch shooting drills, and I watch free throw shooting drills. And I was joking with Brooks the other day. I said, he, he might be the best shooter he got. And Brooks says, he hasn't even played a game yet. And I said, I know, but, you know, I watch him in practice, and I watch him in shooting drills and everything. But he's a terrific passer. He passes so well with his offhand. I mean, his left hand is just as good as his right hand. So, uh, you know, and he, he's so long. And what I liked in one play tonight when they got a mismatch, and he backed down a kid about point guard, just uh, maybe six foot. I mean, he just backed him down right into the lane, shot over him. And, you know, he's going to have that advantage in a lot of games because there's not many six-foot-eight 
<laughs> ones or twos yeah. in this league. You know, maybe in the Big Ten you might find some of those guys, but, you know, he's he's a mismatch horror story for some of these other teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got. I mean, essentially what you've got, well, he, he's a guard forward. He is a wing. you got a wing running the point, Rex. I mean, yeah. you talk about that. That's mismatch city in yeah. the Atlantic 10. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice situation to have, you know. And you, you, you <laughs> that's right. Heard stories about him and everything. And, you know, he could do this and do that, and he he's just absorbs everything the coaches say to him. And believe me, they're hard on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're you know they're trying to get him in a situation where he understands what to do. But boy, you know, his eyes are right on the coach when he start talk, talking about stuff. So he's. He seems like a very, very coachable kid. I mean, it sounds like yeah. he came from a, a great family setting. Well, and, you know, dad playing for the Globetrotters, yeah. he comes from a great basketball heritage, yeah. too, in that family yeah. as well. Um, you know, obviously we had a lot of hype for Deron Holmes. So when we talk about much-anticipated freshmen, obviously, you know, we just had one last year. But prior to Deron, I mean, Rex, it's hard to think of a freshman you've had this much anticipation for. Larry and Keith were talking about that. I mean, Let's say prior to last year, let's remember, nobody knew who the heck Obi Toppin was. We were still calling him Obadiah when he was first recruited coming to Dayton. I mean, prior to Duran last year, Rex, I mean, you got to go back to, I don't know, Chris Wright maybe? Yes. For I mean, yeah. off the top of my head, a yeah. freshman at this Dayton program that, again, prior to Duran last year, this much anticipation for. And it's early, Rex, but the returns I'm hearing from you and Keith and Brooks and Larry and what we saw with our own eyes tonight – He's lived up to the hype so far. Yeah, he wants he it's wants good. the ball. Yeah, he wants the ball now. I mean, and I think adding that extra fifteen or twenty pounds, you, you know, it's hard to tell when you look at him, you know, because he's so long anyway. Yeah. But I noticed it, you know, in his shoulders and his arms were, you know, last year sometimes you know, ball would get knocked out of his hand because he wasn't strong, and now he's, you know, he's able to clutch it and be able to go up and do things. So, he, you know, he's starting to work on his jump shot a little bit. I think that's he's going to have to do that next step to get to the. You know, to that next level that he wants to be, but they do a lot of those shooting drills, and he's capable of doing. He just, you know, he's just going to have to make them when he gets the opportunity, or shoot them when he gets the opportunity. And I think interesting for Dayton fans to keep an eye on Rex, and I think just intriguing for us on the beat is how does Mike Shar of Jumps handle right now? Again, the point guard, the lion share of the minutes are going to be on him and Kobe Elvis while Malachi recovers from this injury he's got. Well, then, once Mally's back in the mix, now I'm interested to see the transition. Okay, now how does Mike handle the transition back into, let's say, his 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 regular role, let's say, right. once they're at full strength? How does he handle that transition back into that role? Well, I think what's really good now, John, is he's getting minutes. And uh, yeah. so probably the next four games, he's going to get majority of the minutes as the one and two. So, when you know, when Malachi comes back, I'm sure they're going to slowly get out Malachi back into it. But, you know, I don't see any problem with him coming off the bench. You know, if somebody gets in foul trouble or they get tired. So, you know, he's just he's a willing learner, and I think he's very team-oriented. So I, I feel good about that. So I just, you know, I hate to see Malachi out, but I almost feel like it's a blessing for us right now. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's we, as we know, it's not season-ending. So it's not like, I mean, that obviously would not be a good situation. But since it's not that, we'll see how they handle it. And if they can, you know, keep their heads above water and sort of tread water until he's able to get back. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Well, we've, you know, didn't speak really about Richard from, uh, from London. You know, he really hasn't practiced much. I'm a yeah, but he's, I'm, he's, I'm a got a, he's got an NBA type of body. Oh, yeah. He's 6'10", 6'11". He so if they get him back in the mold and everything, that way Duran can have a few minutes. Actually, they could move Duran over to a four and Tamani to the three. I mean, my gosh, that would be a lineup. And I know, I know they've worked on some zone now. And I'm thinking, gosh, you, you put, you know, you put Mike out there in a point on the zone as long as they are inside. 
So I, I would see him doing that some in the next next three to four weeks. If you're going to play zone, it does help to have a hammer at the back end of that defense, and they might have three back, three back there here. between Holmes, Kamara, and uh, Amafale. Yeah. You know, back there with Richard getting in the mix this year as well. So we'll see. Uh, so it's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. So we're just starting the season, Flyer fans. Let me get your predictions tonight. All right, give me what you think their record's going to be, what's their A-10 finish, and what's your postseason projection. And if you call up and say NIT, we will hang up on you and talk about how your credibility has been exposed. <laughs> All right, let's yep. hear you on it. What's your season predictions? A Dayton winner, 80-42 to 42 over the Capitol Comets in their only public exhibition tune-up this year. It's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. It continues on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Stackable savings are here at Logan AC and Heat Services. Save up to $1,500 on a complete train system and up to $600 in additional savings with instant train rebates. It's hard to stop a train with 0% APR financing for 54 months. Plus, a free whole house humidifier when you book your installation by the end of the month. Schedule your free estimate now at Logan Services. Any Flyer fan can tell you the path to success is about playing smart, working as a team, and sticking to the fundamentals. The same principles hold true for a successful investment plan. At the Callahan Financial Management Group, our approach is centered around a team that focuses on exceptional service and a great client experience. Call us at 937-432-9100 and discover how our tailored approach can change your game. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC. Callahan Financial Management Group is a separate entity from WFAFN. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Corey Thrush of Thrush & Son, the official home improvement company of the Dayton Flyers. You know, like the Flyers, a tradition of... Of excellence thrush and son since 1960 how have you guys been able to do it well larry like the flyers it's about integrity and homeowners know they can trust in thrush for roofing siding windows and choosing thrush and son is always a home improvement slam dunk well speaking of that they're the proud sponsors of the ud dunk cam if you've had storm damage get in touch with the folks at thrush and son go online thrushandson.com Hi, it's Larry Hanskin for Integrity Water Solutions. Water's used for everything. That's why it's important for it to be the best it can be. If you're tired of scum in the shower, dry, itchy skin, filmy dishes, and replacing appliances, it's time to call the water experts at Integrity Water Solutions, your local Connecticut dealer. Treat your water with integrity. For better water, better life. Call 937-320-7460 or schedule an appointment online at integritywtr.com. There's a new connection with speeds, opportunities, and experiences all elevated by superior fiber technology, connecting people, places, and things like never before with a heightened purpose for good that's committed to community and dedicated to a better connection between everyone for everyone. This is Alta Fiber, elevating connection. Proud partner to the Dayton community. Learn more at our new store or visit altafiber.com slash Dayton. Come on alone, head for the mountains of Bush. Fear, head for the mountains. It's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. Come on, head for the mountains of Bush. Fear, head for the mountains of Bush. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2022. Anna Bush, Bush, and Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. She posted about us just now. Celebrities can't get enough of Bianca's bespoke skincare line. She has 147 million followers. How do we monetize? She needs a social media associate to help her with the hype. We should repost this. Do we need a hashtag? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station. From the Back to Business IT studios, take care of your business. We will take care of your IT. Miami Valley weekend weather, cloudy with rain showers possible Sunday afternoon and evening. I'm weather specialist Tracy Hale for Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. For the final time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, and you, here for Flyer Feedback, coming to you live from Flannies, as we will be after every UD men's basketball home game throughout this much-anticipated 2022-23 Dayton Flyers basketball season for your top 25 preseason Dayton Flyers. Dayton winner tonight, 80-42 to in their only public exhibition tune-up, a 38-point win over former Flyer Damon Goodwin, who we thank for being in the house for... He heard there was flyer feedback, Rex, so he just, Damon just had to get over That's here. Right. He was chomping at the bit. So Damon's here catching up with some old friends, I'm sure. It's always good to see former flyers, uh, you know, back in the house here in town. And Damon's one of the all-time all time greats of this program and one of the all-time good guys there, Rex. Yeah, yeah, he really is. He really is. And uh, The only thing I, I tonight, and I worry about, you know, depth in our inside position if Duran were to get in foul trouble early. Yeah. Tamani can guard a five. But, you know, it's not natural for him. That's why we've got to get some of these other guys healthy. That They get in there. If Richard can get healthy and Tyrone Baker give us a few minutes off the bench, you know, we're, we just got nagging little injuries right now, it seems like, that everybody has this yeah. time of year. But that's a concern for me at this point that, you know, everybody's going to be doubling Duran down on the block and you know, they might be calling some cheapy fouls. So that's my only concern right now going into the you know, meat of our schedule in the next month. We know, Rex, this is their only public exhibition game. They also did again this year what they've taken, of it, they've taken advantage of all the way back to certainly the Archie Miller era is those super secret scrimmages where they do a closed door, non-public. They played West Virginia. They went to play Bob Huggins and company, and they played the Mountaineers in that scrimmage. Rex, you're a former coach. I just want to get your take on advantages of closed door scrimmage versus public exhibition game. I like I like the public exhibition games. I mean, you know, some of the scrimmage you got you've, you know you're in a small little area. I think when yeah. 
Dayton went to West Virginia. They scrimmaged in a small college thing in that wheeling in there. So I just don't think you get the same atmosphere. You don't you don't get the fans yelling. You don't get the referees saying this and that. So I like these public things. And I know Damon, when I, I talked today, they're going to OU, uh, I think, next Thursday. And he said, this will be good for us. And I, I'd rather have these. I'd rather say we could have two exhibition games, you know. The capital gets a little money off this tonight if we had another one. But, you know, there's some screwy rules with the NCAA and the transfer portal and, and the NIL deals. So, you know, they get bigger headaches to figure than, than open scrimmages. They played the Mountaineers in Wheeling. What's the hardest thing to do in the world, Rex? Wheeling, West Virginia. Thank you. I'll be here. I'll be back on November 7th. Um, what's your take, Rex, on when it comes to those secret scrimmages? I got a lot of friends in the, in the business, uh, in my business, in, on the NFL beats professionally, and they say you know, a lot of these NFL coaches, while they have obviously public preseason games, they like the feel of the combined practices where like Browns, Eagles get together for a few days at training camp, let's just say, because you're not at the mercy of the flow of the game. You can constantly create different right. situations, and you're, you're not at the mercy of whatever the game flow takes you to. Is there any thought of... How coaches like yeah. at least that aspect of it, Rex, do that, you think? You know, that might be good. I mean, we've had times, you know, we would do that in high school situations. But it's, it's just not the same as when you have, you know, 8,000 or 6,000 or yeah. 13,000 people there, you know, watching you. And uh, I know watching Mike earlier, and I, I thought, God, he's got to be a little nervous. Oh, for sure. You know, it's his first oh, yeah. game, but he yeah. didn't, you know, he buried that first jumper and he's, seem to go in the flow of it and I keep on forgetting he played top level competition in high school last year so he's he's seen the things and people you know he's not fooled by a lot of those things right now yeah I just want to get your take on that because you know clearly Rex like as you mentioned because you've played and coached you know there's nothing quite like playing in front of you know it was not a butts in seat sellout tonight but if I had to guess I mean Rex, 11,000 and change, yep. 10,000 and change probably yeah, tonight yeah, at, yeah. The, at the least. Um, and, you know, when Anthony makes a point to tell Larry right off the rip in their postgame interview, hey, first time playing outside competition in front of a crowd. Right. You know the juices get flowing, Rex, a little differently when you're playing in front of 11,000, 10,000 people yep. for an exhibition tune-up like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just different. I, I can remember coming off my injury and coming, you know, and I had played a lot of good competition and I came out the doors there and looked at the arena and looked at those people, and I thought, golly, there's 13,000 people here watching yeah. us. So I think these things are good. They're going to help us. And the level that we had last year with all the experience back, I don't think that's going to bother. You know, hopefully when we go on the road, that's not going to bother, you know, bother our older players along the line. Yeah. The older, you know, they're only sophomores. So some are, some are juniors. But it's – it's a learning process tonight. Uh, I think we did some good things. I think defensively we did some bad things. And that's what's nice about the coaching standpoint. They can look at film tomorrow and break it down with the players say, okay, now we didn't run this set very well or we didn't do this. But I thought the flow of the game was perfect for the style that Anthony wants to play. You know, he wants to go. He wants to push it and go. And I think that's what fans want to see today. So I, I feel confident with that. And I think our, we've got enough shooting to get guys healthy. We'll be fine. This guy's got a St. Louis thing on the phone. Just wait till the Arch Baron Cup guy, all right? It's the stuff of legends. You better be ready for that Arch Baron Cup, bro. Um, Rex, starting the season, top 25. Um, how do they handle that? It's a young bunch. There's a lot of expectations. I think it's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's never a bad thing to get the extra coverage, attention, whatever you have. And that's validation on some sense. You know, it's right. preseason, and they got you know, to show that the proof is going to be in the pudding here to yeah. be in the top 25. But 
It's never a bad thing to get that attention no, I, and that I, publicity. I'd rather be in that than not be in it. And I think, <laughs> that's, that's I think right. for I'm sure in recruiting way they do this today and everything is on social media. I'm sure the coaches are flooding that out to all the recruits and oh, everything. Yeah. You know, we don't really have – no, really at this time might have one scholarship left for next year. So I feel confident. I like the idea of us being in the top – you know, I like being the top dog. I think that's what, you know, that's what you want to do as an athlete. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you want to be there and you want to perform. And I, I feel very confident that they are one of the top 25 teams in the country. Healthy-wise, they'll be, they'll be there. They're yeah. going to be fine. I mean, it's where you want to be, Rex. I mean, they, they, how often does this program talk about trying to, you know, win A-10? You know, be, what I think they should be doing, let's, let's be like Xavier. I know that's a dirty word around here. You know, Xavier used to turn the A-10 – Rex, when I was there, I mean, the Sean Miller era, the first Sean Miller era, uh, Chris Mack, they, you know, they turned the A-10 into their personal playpen, Rex, and just yeah. ran roughshod over everybody. Yeah. You're the big dog in town now, especially since everybody, you know, Xavier Temple Butler's left the league. Well, Dayton, yeah. Rex, as far as I'm concerned, they've got they've got no peer in this league in terms of fan support, recruiting, uh, NIL now. You've got facilities. Um, I mean, they're ju- they just have no peer in this league that can stand on level ground and look them in the eye with all the things around the program. They just don't. I, you know, I've said this for years, you know, Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga sort of started this thing, uh, you know, 10 years ago. Now they go on the road and play anybody. I think we could be one of those Gonzagas. I don't like to be called a a mid-major thing along those lines. I mean, we've beaten really good quality teams in the last four to five years and coach grants does that so you know it's going to help with recruiting i, I agree i think that we should we should be the top dog in this league and i feel like you know they can say all they want about the, the team anthony and company about well we don't want to get our heads and that's fine they don't want to get their heads inflated and they don't want it to you know get out over their skis with you know feeling themselves too much with this top 25 ranking but i think rex at some point They've got to appreciate that it is, in some ways, a validation of what they're doing. That yes. They're viewed that way right. nationally. Right. And they're out recruiting kids today that they didn't think they could get five years ago. So, uh, you know, just walking around and seeing some kids have come onto campus. And, you know, like you said, the facility is fantastic. The NIL deal, the, the way that they travel and the way that they live, it's, it's completely different. I mean, Rex, UD Arena, you walk, it feels like a small NBA venue. Yes. Right? That's right. Yep. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. So that's why I was very confident. In Coach Hurts, we were talking before the game, and I said something about He said, well, how many people do you think we'll have, Rex? And I said, well, gosh, I hope we have 10. He said, oh, I bet you we won't have six. And, you know, here we are with probably 10,000 people in there. And his last line was, Let's just don't get anybody hurt tonight. That's right. You're going to get out healthy. You could lay a Flyers jersey at midcourt. You'd have 13,000 people show up to watch it here in yeah. Dayton. It's a crazy basketball town. It's The fan base, their support, Rex, is unmatched. We certainly appreciate their tuning in and their support here. And this is a fan base that is rabid. As we know, Rex, this is a basketball town through and through. And they're really excited to see this season get underway because it's, it's the most anticipated yeah. bunch we've seen in Sometime here in Dayton. Well, another year sold out. You know, that's that's, right. that's remarkable. You look at big programs, some of them, you know, getting 6,000 or 8,000 people. I mean, I was listening to Dan Radio, and Xavier's advertising for people to buy season tickets and packages. I'm thinking, golly. So it's, you know, this this is the best game in town. Yep, certainly is. should be a lot of fun. And we, we thank you for being along for the ride tonight. And, and we look forward to having you along for the ride throughout the season because buckle up, Rex. This, this one should be, this campaign should be a lot of fun. Should be a, it should be a great season. Great season, John. Right.
So that's going to do it for us Flyer fans one more time. Dayton a winner tonight, 80-42 to in their one and only public exhibition game throughout before this 2022-23 season. We will see you on the radio for the home opener nine days from today on November 7th. Until then, from my partner tonight, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.